Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Chairman, the fate of school resource officers locally in Alexandria says they should stay in school buildings. A call for Virginia teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a transgender student. I'm Nick Ainelli. D.C.'s council bucks a mayoral veto and passes legislation to update the criminal code. I'm Megan Cloherty. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Skies have finally cleared in California after weeks of rains. Left behind are flooded homes, collapsed hillsides, and countless toppled trees, says CBS's Chris Van Cleef. In Berkeley. Oh, this is just all our backyard area. Mud poured through Marjorie Cruz's home of more than 20 years, one of eight in the area deemed unlivable. We just are at the mercy of this mud and hoping and praying and keeping our fingers crossed. It doesn't take the rest of my house out. Number one seed and defending champion Rafael Nadal has lost in the second round of the Australian Open. The story from reporter Scott Maiman. America's Mackenzie McDonald winning 6-4, 6-4, The last time a top seed lost in the second round here at the Australian Open was Novak Djokovic in 2017. Nadal says his hip was injured during the match, but he played till the end even as his wife wiped away tears as she watched the match from the stands. A Barista lives through a terrifying experience with a customer. Police in Auburn, Washington had released surveillance footage, which showed a man in a Chevy Silverado pickup grabbing a barista's wrist and trying to use a looped zip tie on her. This barista did an awesome job of fighting this person off. Colby Crossley with Auburn PD says the barista broke free as the man dropped money and sped away. You can tell that he put some thought into this plan. The suspect has now been arrested, with police saying they searched his vehicle where they found evidence linking him to the crime. Matt Piper, CBS News. And police have arrested a failed Republican state legislative candidate and charged him with orchestrating shootings at the homes of lawmakers. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. Solomon Pena lost his race for the state house in New Mexico in November, but according to police, in the weeks after, he conspired with four others to fire shots into the homes of four local Democratic officials. One of them, a county commissioner in Albuquerque, who tells CBS News Pena came to her home after the election urging her to decertify the results. The American military is now training Ukrainian soldiers on Patriot missiles. Here's CBS News national security correspondent David Mark. About 100 Ukrainian soldiers began training at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, in the operation and, just as important, the maintenance of Patriot air defense missiles. Training will take several months. At least 17 people, including Ukraine's interior minister and other senior ministry officials, died when a helicopter crashed today in a town near the capital, Kiev. The regional governor says the chopper went down near a nursery and a residential building. Two children are said to be among the dead. Ten children have been hospitalized. This is CBS News. I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating and eating. Nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. In the U.S., 505-891-2664, or find us on the web at OA.org. WTOP at 4.03. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, 2023. We're looking at a mix of clouds and sun later today. 
close to the 50s for the high. We're at 41 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. In the last half hour, we've had this breaking story come our way this early 4 a.m. hour. We're learning more at WTOP this morning that 16 people have been killed in a helicopter crash near Ukraine's capital. And Ukraine's interior minister is confirmed this morning to be among the dead. The emergency services helicopter apparently crashed just east of Kiev. A total of 22 people were injured, including 10 children. We'll bring you more here at WTOP. As it becomes available, just keep your dial right where it is. 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course on the WTOP app. Here at home, police are searching this morning for a man who shot and killed a woman and wounded two others in southeast D.C. All happening just before 9 p.m. last night, Tuesday, on Benning Road near D.C.'s border with Prince George's County. 6th District Commander Darnell Robinson says... The suspect targeted a man and a 15-year-old boy who were standing in front of a restaurant. We observed a suspect come around from the Shell gas station and open up fire to the two victims, uh, juvenile male and the adult male that was in front of the carryout. A woman who was inside the restaurant was also shot in the head, died at the scene. D.C. police say the wounded 15-year-old fired at the suspect and is being charged with carrying a pistol without a license this morning along with other gun offenses. Police are searching this hour for the suspect. School resource officers should remain locally in Alexandria City Schools. The finding of the advisory group formed to determine the future of SROs in the city school system. The School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group, as it's known, has been meeting actually since last summer and will present its recommendations, it says, to the school board, the full board, on Thursday this week. The group says that SROs will not solve safety concerns on their own, but removing them, they say, would send a message to families that the school system does not take instances of violence seriously. If Virginia teachers have students in their classes identifying as a gender different from their biological sex, they would be required then to put calls out to parents. That is the way it would work under a controversial proposed law circulating in Virginia's General Assembly right now. It is sure to spark heated debate as the bill would require teachers to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. It's in line with Governor Glenn Youngkin's call for schools to require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin said last week in his State of the Commonwealth address. Parents matter. We must protect their fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing of their children. While the bill is picking up some Republican support, it will likely be voted down in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. The state of Maryland is accused of routinely giving powerful, mind-altering drugs to children and foster care against their will. The claim of a class action lawsuit filed by children's rights and other groups. Nearly 34% of kids in the state's foster care system are given medications like antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, or mood stabilizers. This lawsuit says nearly three-quarters of the kids are taking the drugs without psychiatric diagnosis and that black children are even more likely to be put on psychotropic meds, and there are more black children in foster care in the state. That's why that's an issue. Children's Rights says that the state's use of these drugs amounts to putting foster kids in a chemical straitjacket. No comment from the foster care system thus far this week. Stay tuned. 407, also new this morning, D.C. has passed its first updated criminal code in more than 100 years, actually. It was done through a council override of the D.C. mayor's veto. 
This new code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjacking. Ahead of the 12 to 1 vote, Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie and his colleagues acknowledged it's challenging to move forward on a bill to keep punishments proportionate to the crime when so many children are being affected by gun violence. And so the question that everybody's asking right now is, will this law make our city less safe? And I say no, emphatically it will not make our city less safe. New chair of the Public Safety Committee, Brooke Pinto, says the public and criminal justice stakeholders will continue to have a voice. The new law will not go in fact for another three years, during which time I intend to fully explore whether additional amendments to the criminal code make sense. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In a statement following the vote, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said this week the updated criminal code she thinks unfortunately falls short on meeting the moment we are in right now. Stay tuned. At Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, 2023, with the time now on WTLP is 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. We'll start you off on the Bellway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Good ride so far. No early issues along Route 50, John Hanson Highway between Annapolis in northeast Washington, you're running free and clear at the Bay Bridge. Uh, they picked up work very early this morning due to fog, but again, the fog has sort of moved out. It looks much better now. Got three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and for now, no reported delay in either direction. Uh, I-95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, okay, but they are still working southbound there, 175 on the Parkway. Again, single file left gets you by, and folks coming off of westbound 175, you have to merge directly into through traffic. So be extra careful there. And that goes for folks coming south on the parkway and folks coming off 175. Uh, please take it easy out there. Northbound side, they had the exit ramp to go east on 175, closed by the work zone. You're diverted a little further north up to westbound 175 to work your way back. Now, if you're traveling on I-95, no worries getting down to the Beltway and College Park, 270 south, free and clear, headed south toward the Beltway in Bethesda. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off this Wednesday with temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s and some areas of thick fog. As we head throughout the morning hours, the fog will scour out with a bit of a breeze around throughout the day today and a mix of clouds and sun. Temperatures warm to near 60, about 15 degrees above normal. Have the umbrella handy tomorrow. We'll have rain at times throughout the day on into the evening hours. Otherwise, plenty of clouds with highs in the upper 40s to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, we're looking at 37 degrees in Rockville, 39 Ashburn, 42 in District Heights. We are now, if I can click here, I can tell you, looking at 41 degrees in our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, 2023. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. Job growth remains strong and is strongest among small businesses. Payroll firm ADP reports small businesses gained 195,000 jobs in December. The definition of small business is broad, but most of that job growth was at legitimately small businesses. Those with 1 to 19 employees gained 65,000 jobs. Those with fewer than 50 gained 130,000. Best small business growth areas, restaurants, professional services, and construction. 
I'm Jeff Glabel. At the UPS Store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need mailbox services, we'll be the mailbox store. What if my business isn't brick and mortar? Easy. With our mailbox services, you'll get a real street address instead of a P.O. box. What if I give you a big bear hug for making my day? Then get in here, buddy. The UPS Store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our mailbox services. We'll hold your mail and packages in a safe location. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Central for details. This is WTOP News. Breaking news on WTOP. Learning this morning that 16 people have been killed in a helicopter crash near Ukraine's capital. Ukraine's interior minister is confirmed to be among the dead. The emergency services helicopter crashed just east of Kiev. Not sure whether it was an accident or part of the war with Russia. A total of at least 22 people were injured, including 10 children. Some of them this morning reportedly have died. We'll bring you more details on this developing story as it becomes available on WTOP, where the time is 412. This is WTOP News. We turn now to a major development in the case of Anna Walsh, the missing mother of three and D.C. real estate executive who has actually been missing since New Year's Day. Her husband, Brian Walsh, now formally charged this week in her killing. Norfolk, Massachusetts DA Michael Morrissey making the announcement this week. A continued investigation has now allowed police to obtain an arrest warrant charging Brian Walsh with the murder of his wife. Anna Walsh went missing early in the morning of January 1st as she was traveling from Boston to D.C. Her body has not yet been found. Brian Walsh was already in police custody, charged with lying to investigators about his whereabouts in the days after his wife's disappearance. He's due in court in the case sometime this week. The armed standoff between a man and police, which escalated when authorities say he started a fire inside the residence locally that he was holed up in, has now ended with a murder charge. Police say 45-year-old Sherman Holly's now in custody on second-degree murder charges related to the death of a man found Sunday night in Southeast. Holly's accused in the stabbing death of 53-year-old James Brooks, whose body was found close to where the standoff with police happened on Monday afternoon. During that standoff, a fire was started that displaced five other people who lived in that building. An investigation into that fire is now being conducted in tandem with D.C. Fire and EMS and D.C. Police. And so it's possible more charges could be filed against Holly in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Martin Luther King III this week is defending a new monument that honors his parents following criticism of the recently unveiled sculpture. The monument is called The Embrace and represents the hug Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King shared after he won the Nobel Peace Prize back in 1964. The bronze sculpture has garnered mixed reactions and some criticism since its unveiling in Boston, with some saying it's weird and doesn't depict the couple's faces, making them unrecognizable. However, King tells CNN this week that he's satisfied with the artwork. I was certainly moved uh, by the overwhelmingness, the large capacity of this uh, sculpture. And one of the things our daughter said was, look, it represents Love 360. Uh, you know, it, it's subjective. The bronze statue was sculpted by Hank Willis Thomas, who says he found inspiration in the photograph of King and his wife. A public memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley will be held this weekend at Graceland, the famed Memphis home of her father, Elvis Presley. The memorial will be held on the front lawn of the mansion over the weekend, Sunday morning. The 54-year-old died Thursday, hours after being hospitalized for a medical emergency. It was announced earlier that Lisa Marie Presley will be buried at Graceland next to her son, who died in 2020. Elvis and other members of the Presley family are also buried at Graceland. You are listening to 103.5 FM. 
and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4.15 indeed, sports time in Rob's turn this early Wednesday morning. The Capitals already have more losses midway through January than they had all of December. They fell to the Minnesota Wild on home ice 4-2 to suffer their fifth loss of the month. Coach Peter Laviolette. There's a lot that we did good for 60 minutes. It's one of those games where I can't fault the process and I can't fault the effort and... I thought, you know, the, the chances that we had, the possession time, the odd, you know, the, again, the heavy weight of ozone possession time and the looks and pucks rolling across the crease. And, you know, we deflected ours, they go wide, they deflected theirs, they go in. And it's just the way the game went. Martin Faravari had a goal and an assist for his second career multi-point game. And Charlie Lindgren made 18 saves, but all three of the goals against the netminder in the second period came with a big forward setting a screen to obstruct his view. Better news on the local college hardwood. VCU routed UMass to remain atop the A-10 with a 5-1 and conference record. The Washington Commanders' search for a new offensive coordinator brought them to a Tuesday interview with Pat Shermer. Forget his 9-23 and record as a head coach in three stops. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year nod in 2017. He's also credited with working well with young quarterbacks, a must for a team telling candidates they plan to start Sam Howell in 2023. An interesting and local option could soon come available. D.C. native Byron Leftwich is reportedly in danger of being fired as offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. Good Wednesday morning, January 18th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 417. Among the top stories we're following for you this early hour. Breaking news on WTOP. More developments now concerning that helicopter crash we've been telling you about breaking this overnight early morning. It happened in Kiev in a suburb Wednesday, killing at least 18 people we now hear, including Ukraine's interior minister and three children. Nine of those killed were aboard the emergency services helicopter that crashed. Three children were also killed. Earlier officials and media reports said the helicopter crashed near a kindergarten. No immediate word as of yet this hour whether or not the crash was an accident or a result of the war with Russia. No fighting has been actually reported recently in the Kiev area. A total of 29 people were injured, including 15 children. Again, a helicopter has crashed in a Kiev suburb Wednesday, killing 18, including Ukraine's interior minister and at least three children. We'll have more on these developing stories as they become available. Now, D.C. here at home, the new criminal code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjackings. We'll tell you how the council went around the mayor on that decision this week. And the latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation this morning, the Justice Department considered having FBI agents monitor a search of papers by the president's lawyers, but decided not to. We'll tell you why. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com, where the time is 4.18. Over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still picking up that previous crash. I-295 North at the split for I-695 and the local 11th Street Bridge. To be careful there, they were blocking the right lane. So use caution getting by. Uh, DC-295, though, was in good shape headed south toward that exit. So no worries there for those folks. Last check, still had Benning Road closed each way in southeast between H and H Street and Hillside Road. That as a result of a police investigation incident that had occurred there in the 9 o'clock hour last night. No word yet that that's been reopened. Now, Bellway through Maryland and Virginia, relatively quiet, right? The only issue we have right now is the Outer Loop Express lanes, which remain closed 
uh, in McLean, between McLean and uh, 66 and Merrifield. Uh, but again, beyond that point, you can get into them. They should be uh, clearing that soon. Any work that was on the interloop between the toll road and Georgetown Pike, that has been completely wrapped up and cleared. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Starting off today with some thick fog and temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s. As the sun comes up right around 725, we'll have a mix of clouds and sun with a bit of a breeze and temperatures warming into the mid to upper 50s, so a mild January day. Highs tomorrow in the upper 40s to mid 50s, so once again we're running above normal, but we'll have rain at times for your Thursday with the potential for some moderate to heavy rain during the evening hours. A blustery Friday with highs near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 30 degrees in Manassas, 40 at Metro Center, 36 in Frederick, Maryland, 42 Upper Marlboro, 42 in Centerville. We're down to 40 now in our nation's capital. This check in the 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, brought to you this morning by Nula Comb Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NulaCombDesign.com. Check them out. Coming right up this early 4 a.m. hour for you Wednesday on WTOP. The risk of eating freshwater fish. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's 420. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. WTOP at 421. Updating you on a breaking story this early 4 a.m. hour on WTOP. Word of a helicopter crash in the Kiev suburb Wednesday, killing at least 18, we're now told, including Ukraine's interior minister and three children. Now, there is no immediate word this hour on whether or not the crash was an accident or a result of the war with Russia. Again, a helicopter crashing in Kiev at a suburb Wednesday, killing at least 18, along with the Ukraine's interior minister and at least three children. Initial word was a helicopter crash near a kindergarten. We'll have more on this developing story here on WTLP as it becomes available. Eating fish caught in ponds, lakes, and streams could be hazardous to your health. A study published in Environmental Research has found that locally caught freshwater fish, including catfish, perch, and smallmouth bass across the nation, are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are manufactured chemicals used in things like food packaging and waterproof fabrics. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in both the environment and the body. The researchers say identifying and eliminating sources of human exposure to forever chemicals is a public health priority. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 423. This is WTOP News. Also, in Fairfax County, one security assistant may be assigned to each of the school system's five regions next year to focus on responding to incidents at elementary schools. It's all part of Superintendent Michelle Reed's proposed fiscal 2024 budget. 
retelling the school board this week staffing makes it hard for every elementary school to have an additional security presence. The idea of putting out 141 folks right now, number one, I know the county, it's a challenge to keep retain first responders as well. So I, I think it's a start. Elementary schools in the county do not have school resource officers. Reed's $3.5 billion budget is scheduled to be approved this spring. Prince George's County School Board is moving forward with new leadership after the previous chair was ousted over accusations of misconduct. Judy Mickens-Murray has been selected to serve as the Board of Education Chair. Mickens-Murray was appointed to a four-year term on the board by the county executive back in 2021. The board's vice chair position will be filled by Lolita E. Walker. Now the changes come after months of discourse among board members, which led to the removal of Juanita Miller as chair amid allegations of misconduct, incompetence and neglect. A judge will make the final decision on whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board at all, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. People across the country are turning to the 911 system apparently as a uh, primary source they use for medical care. It happens a lot, we're told, with older people who live alone and others who have chronic medical problems. And it costs cities and counties a lot of green, as in money, to send out emergency vehicles and first responders to help repeat 911 callers. To that end, independent journalist Brian Rinker tells WTOP that a Washington State Fire Department is apparently trying to address this critical issue with a specialized unit meant to help frequent callers improve conditions in their home and with their health. It's just a certain type of model where they're addressing these high utilizers. They hire nurses and social workers to work alongside firefighters. They will address the underlying health and social problems that these high utilizer callers have. And by doing that, they will reduce their reliance on 911 calls. Rinker says that social workers are important because they can provide services that first responders cannot. Are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Here's Scott Gagnon, VP of Federal for Worldwide Technology. Worldwide Technology solves our government's most complex challenges. We understand how to accelerate transformation. We analyze, design, test, and deliver practical solutions that integrate the best suited technologies. Our team is committed to your mission success. We are Worldwide Technology, your trusted partner for today's digital modernization journey. Visit WWT.com. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It'll be a tough day ahead at Microsoft as an unknown number of engineers receive layoff notices. A source tells Bloomberg the company plans to cut jobs in several engineering divisions, but the source says the reduction will be significantly larger than other rounds of layoffs over the last year. And as job cuts continue to spread through big tech, graphic software maker Unity Software is laying off nearly 300 workers amid mounting fears of recession. Unity cut around 225 jobs last June. The Justice Department is having a sale on doing the right thing. It promises to recommend a reduction in fines of up to 75% for companies that voluntarily report wrongdoing to the government and fully cooperate with investigations. Even companies that don't voluntarily disclose wrongdoing but fully cooperate with investigations could still get a 50% fine.